everyone and welcome to The Like-Minded. I'm Cami Pons and today I'm doing a bit of a more informal episode. I haven't posted in a month or so because I've been dealing with some health issues and I've also been really horrible, like absolutely horrible at responding to people's texts recently. And I feel like many of you can relate when you're just so caught up in your own situation that you forget to do just simple routine things. So for me, it's just responding to people's texts. So if anyone is listening who I owe a response to, please double text me. I probably forgot, but honestly, it's just because I'm in my own shit right now. So... To get into a little bit about what's going on recently with me, a bit of an update. I won't go into all the gory details, but back in June, maybe May or June, like six months ago, I started having this weird tickle feeling in my throat every time I would eat. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having an allergic reaction. And then after it happened like three, four, five times, I was like, okay, it's probably not that, but I really didn't think much of it because it was honestly so random and infrequent, maybe one time a week, two times a week. And now fast forward to November, like last month, and it started to happen every single meal. Almost this feeling of like a lump in my throat. I had post-nasal drip because of it. Like my throat would just feel like irritated, sore. And I realized shortly after that, I honestly through Google and like Reddit and just looking at my symptoms that it was acid reflux coming all the way up into my throat, a little graphic and yes, very, very unpleasant sounding. And in November is when I kind of hit my limit and I started booking appointments with doctors because after having dealt with it for months, I kind of kept on pushing back, like taking action Because I would be like, oh, you know, it's just bearable enough or, oh, it probably will go away on its own. And it definitely didn't go away on its own. And honestly, it just kept on getting worse and worse month after month. And I really realized I needed to do something because I went home for Thanksgiving. I went back to Pennsylvania and I could barely leave the house. I didn't see any of my friends who I had like all these plans I wanted to go and see and, you know, catch up and go to coffee and, you know, go out for drinks the night before Thanksgiving. It's a huge tradition um, in my town to like go hit the bars and everything. Couldn't do any of that. And I won't bore you on all the intimate details of like my doctor's visits. I've, you know, gone to my normal physician. I forget what those are called, like primary doctor. I've seen a GI. I'm getting some testing done to try to figure out what is, you know, causing all of this. But actually what I'm more interested in talking about on this episode is how I've gone down this functional medicine route, um, kind of parallel pathing with the more standard westernized approach of seeing a gastroenterologist, a a GI doctor. And I saw a guy this past week and it was deep, like it was far. It was like 45 minutes for, I don't know if anyone's in the Miami area, but it was in Hialeah Gardens and I live in South Beach. So it was like 45 minutes with traffic. It was raining. I was stressed. It was hectic. 
But I finally got there and it was like my initial consultation and it was two hours. It was supposed to be an hour and 15 and we ran over to two and it basically took my entire day from driving there, the actual appointment, driving back. And when I showed up, you know, he had my blood work from the past two years and some of my other test results and a 10 page questionnaire he had me fill out. And this shit was in depth. It took me like an hour and a half to two hours to fill it out. And there were questions about how many silver fillings do I have? You know, what's my daily diet? How many hours do I sleep? Um, Going into the health of my parents, my grandparents, my siblings. But I guess that's kind of on like a lot of questionnaires, even with, you know, your primary doctor. But all this to say, like, it was very thorough. And the first meeting, we kind of just talked about everything from when I was younger until now. And as I talked, I thought this was really interesting because I'd never seen this before. But he really, like, drew out a timeline on a piece of paper so I could kind of see, like, the breakdown of symptoms that honestly started back in 2020 until now that I didn't quite piece together until just then when I saw it kind of like all drawn out in front of me. So for example, I quit vaping in 2020 after having done it for two years during college. And honestly, just saying that aloud is like a knife to my chest because I know how bad that is for our bodies. But I quit in 2020 because it actually started giving me chest pains and reflux And just within my chest, like I was having like a lot of issues. It never went anywhere beyond my chest. Um, So that's why I didn't originally connect it to like my throat problems now. But I quit in 2020, honestly, right before the pandemic started. I quit in like January 2020. And it's probably good that I quit when I did because with COVID and everything going around and then having like chest issues, that just is like a mix for disaster. But I also realized, you know, through this timeline that he drew out that like another big change was that in 2021, I went off of a really high estrogen birth control that I had been on since high school. So like five years. And shortly after I went off this birth control, I started experiencing anxiety and dizzy spells for the first time in my life. Are the two connected? I'm not 100% sure, you know, going off the birth control and then the anxiety and the dizzy spells, but I do know that birth control is a nervous system disruptor, so there definitely can be a link. And then most recently, you know, in the spring of 2023, in May, June, was the acid reflux that I talked about at the top of the episode, you know, all the way up into my throat, abdominal pains, chest pains, etc., So all of this to say, like, this really made me realize that since 2020, I've had a couple different episodes of health-related things. Um, I came back from my appointment, and I, like, told my boyfriend this, and he was like, I've been saying that, like, I've been saying that, and that's true. But I didn't really connect the dots, or at least I didn't realize that it was, like, one episode after another after another. So now I will also say, like, this appointment... like compared to my appointment with the gastroenterologist was literally night and day. Like at the GI, the first thing out of his mouth after I shared, you know, I'm experiencing reflux was he asked me like, did I ever think about going on an acid blocking medication? And I kind of really had to like push 
um, like respectfully, but like I had to like stand my ground and be like, I don't want to go on medication right away. Like, can we do some tests? Um, you know, maybe play around with my diet a little. Like I'd, I'd really like to explore like the other options. And I really just like want to try to get to the bottom of what's going on. So he did agree, you know, to the tests. And then right after he stood up to go and shake my hand. And like, it was obvious he was ready for the next patient. And the total time was like 15 minutes from, he was late also, by the way, but I get it. Cause it's like, you're seeing other patients and I don't actually hold that against him, but it was like, literally I had 15 minutes of his attention and that was it. And I know, you know, many other people can relate to this. I don't think it's a one-off experience, but I think it happens quite often where it seems like some doctors, um, I actually want to say some, not all, because I've met some really incredible doctors, specifically in Pennsylvania, that really do care about their patients versus some that I think just care about treating the symptoms or maybe what's the quickest treatment versus long-term maintenance and health. But I think that, like anything, it's like a a small subset of the majority. Um, But with this new guy I'm seeing, it was not like, okay, what medication can we get you on? It was actually like, okay, let's look at your lifestyle and see where we can reset, where we can play around and see, you know, what helps your symptoms, what makes your symptoms worse. And so he put me on like this mix of um, a paleo and a low FODMAP diet. And I'm also avoiding like caffeine and alcohol and citrus and red sauce and anything that could potentially trigger, you know, the reflux. I'm walking five to 10 minutes after every meal, which actually helps move along digestion, which I never knew, but I guess that makes a lot of sense. And I'm not eating three to three and a half hours before bed because that way you avoid laying down on a full stomach. And I'm, you know, on this new workout uh, regimen, which helps me just move my body more. And I'm going back in eight weeks to see if I have like any noticeable changes with just these small lifestyle changes. Um, If not, then we'll discuss, you know, going on supplements or further testing or really figuring, you know, what could be the next step. Um, But two things to share first, like I'm talking about a lot of medical stuff kind of, but I'm like, I'm not a doctor, clearly. I'm just sharing, you know, what my journey has been. And I also want to say that I do believe that there is a time and a place for Western medicine and prescription medication specifically I actually think that's why functional medicine works so well and I'm really interested in pursuing that route is because it mixes the science, the medical testing with a more holistic approach to healing the body. So it's all about like treating the root of the issue, not just the symptoms. And I really appreciate this. And if I'm not feeling well and I'm paying hundreds of dollars, like I don't want to be rushed out of your office. Like I don't want to just be put on a pill without discussing or questioning like anything else that's going on in my life I think that's for me just really frustrating and disappointing um and when I'm like experiencing these symptoms that come out of nowhere like I want answers not just oh here take this and you know your symptoms like might go away but not knowing okay what's causing them will it come back 
does this medication have any side effects? Like there's just such like a bigger picture that I don't think is always necessarily touched upon. Um, but so with, with this new protocol, I, I've, you know, talked about, um, it's been less than a week, so I'm not sure like if the new lifestyle changes are necessarily working. I think it'll take, you know, at least a couple of weeks to figure out if there's been a difference or not. Um, but I'm definitely extremely hopeful. And so two things I really realized during this whole process that I really wanted to hit on within this episode was one, how bad my routine was, because I think maybe some people can relate to this. And two, the importance of mindset when it comes to, you know, health issues that pop up. So for the first one, during my appointment, like during my initial consultation and filling out the 10 pages of questions beforehand, most of them were about my lifestyle. And it was very eye-opening. Like most days I wake up, I roll out of bed, I drink a fat glass of coffee on an empty stomach with oat milk that's filled with gums and inflammatory oils. And I get it from Trader Joe's, like the white and blue little carton. I don't know like exactly what it's called. Oh, and this is actually for anyone that's listening that uses non-dairy milk, a brand that's really good that I don't always get because I'm lazy and it's only at Publix and we don't shop at Publix as much is called Malk. It's M-A-L-K. And the ingredients are literally like water and almonds or water and oats and Himalayan sea salt, like truly clean ingredients. So if you like to drink like non-dairy milk with your coffee in the morning or with cereal or whatever, I really recommend that brand. And once I can start drinking coffee again, I will only use that brand. Um, But, you know, I would have my cup of coffee and then I won't eat until 2 p.m. And then when I do eat, it's probably something from Trader Joe's. And don't get me wrong, I love Trader Joe's as much as the next person, but a lot of their shit is like sneakily filled with gums and inflammatory oils. And it's a ton of sodium and a ton of added sugars. And I feel like a lot of people think like Trader Joe's, like it must be healthy, but that's like not always the case. And I'm definitely before this whole you know, health thing popped up for me was not really one to read labels so closely, but this is kind of giving me like a new perspective on things because now with being like paleo and low FODMAP, I really have to watch, um, the ingredients lists specifically. Like I'm not allowed to, um, eat a lot of like inflammatory oils, like a lot of seed oils, canola oil, sunflower oil, things like that. So I just have to really be careful with, you know, what I'm picking up from the store. So I think that was really just eye-opening, like, okay, what am I eating? What am I putting in my body on a daily basis? And like, am I drinking coffee on an empty stomach? Which apparently is like so bad for you. That makes so much sense, like why that would be bad for you. But like, I would do it every morning for years. I also think like, in my talks with him, I really realized like I work from home. I sit down most of the day. I work on my computer. You know, I'm not an active membership at any gym right now. So I haven't been working out much. I'm a member at a Pilates studio that was supposed to open in September. And now I think it's supposed to open in February. I'm not even sure. Like, I don't know if I'll ever even see the inside of that place. But 
that was like another thing is just living a very sedentary lifestyle and like i'll go to bed at like 11 30 maybe 12 and i'm on my phone right before i fall asleep i'm on my phone like sometimes the minute i wake up just like bad ass routine like bad not badass just bad routines and bad habits but I don't think I really ever noticed until it was all laid out in front of me and I remember just thinking like damn no wonder I've been having like gut and stomach issues like my gut must be pissed at me like looking at everything you know laid out um And so now I'm on this new protocol and I feel like I'm not only resetting, you know, what I'm doing, but he has me going to bed at like 1030. Like my sister, I told my sister and she's like, you're like a damn like toddler, like a baby, like you're going to bed at 1030. And I was like, I know it's so early. Um, And then it's like no screens, like phones, laptops, iPads, anything one to two hours before bed because like the bright light can throw off your circadian cycle or or something like that. So I'm like reading before bed. So it's like, instead of a baby, I'm like a grandma, I'm like reading and in bed by 1030. And, um, he also, which is really interesting, has me, I said, like walk the 10 to 15 minutes after eating, which has been really great and really helped with my digestion, but also has me standing for like half of the workday. So like one hour standing, one hour sitting Um, And also working out like 30 minutes a day, five days a week with two rest days and then drinking 80 ounces of water a day. And it's only been a couple of days. Like I don't want to act like I've been doing this for weeks. Um, But even only after a couple of days, I genuinely feel like a new person. Like before this, I literally went to Quest because I wanted to get a thyroid test, which it ended up coming back normal. But I was like, there must be something wrong. Like, I'm so tired. I'm so fatigued. I would sleep 10 hours a day and I would wake up and I would still feel tired. Um, But I think it was honestly just a hard pill to swallow that maybe it's my lifestyle. And I sat in his office and I cried because I like realized that I just was not treating my body with the love and respect that it deserves And I was expecting it to function at 100% when I wasn't giving it any of the tools to function at 100%. And I think that was just like really eye-opening for me. Um, And it really like made it clear like, okay, I'm having some health issues. Like maybe that's a consequence of some of like the choices that I've made. I obviously know that it's not always black and white like that. Like sometimes things pop up just because they pop up. It's not always a direct correlation to how we treat our bodies. But for me, I always had this like sneaking suspicion that it was really the way that I treat my body and kind of what I put in it that is making me feel this like shitty fatigue, stomach pain, reflux. Like I just always had a feeling that that was it. And as my tests come back normal, 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 it's like making me think, okay, maybe that is like the issue even more than. So I also think like having structure with a protocol being written out for me, having to return to his office in X amount of weeks, it really helps with my discipline because in the past, I've been the queen of sticking to something hardcore for like a little bit and then giving up because I do all these like crazy ass like things and challenges that just like don't last. Like one time it was like, I'm walking 10,000 steps every day for a year. 
and that lasted like a month because I was like, oh, I cannot go one day without doing it. And then like I went one day without doing it and I was like, oops, okay. Looks like the whole thing's off. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I've done. I tried to do 75 hard over the summer and that lasted like maybe 35 days, maybe 30, 35 days, which is pretty impressive. Um, but all this to say, like I in the past have really set myself up with unrealistic expectations, but I think this plan that has been, you know, written out for me, it's balanced, it's realistic, it's doable. And I feel like I'm able to start on this new chapter on like a positive foot versus setting myself up for failure, essentially. Now, on to my second point about mindset, because when I was home for Thanksgiving and all of my symptoms really flared up, um, I was in bed. Like, I didn't even want to leave my bed. I was eating oatmeal and honey, like honey in the oatmeal. I think that was literally all I was eating. And my mom put on a podcast slash meditation for me, and it really kind of blew my mind. Um, they basically talked about how the way in which we talk about our bodies and to our bodies matters. And this is kind of like, duh, like that makes sense, but I didn't really think about it much. And um, they were talking about how this like has been proven through, you know, neuroplasticity. Um, and for those who don't know, like essentially it's like the brain is consistently rewiring itself. Um, both like in its structure and its function. And this includes like your thoughts. So, you know, if you change your thoughts, you change the way that you talk, you can rewire your brain and and change the way that it functions. And I think this is like super interesting. I mean, I don't, I'm like not like a doctor or like a scientist or anything. So this is my understanding of neuroplasticity, but I think it like basically shows that like our brains can change and like the brain can continually, you know, like reorganize itself. Um, I read a book about this. It's called Neuroplasticity and Self-Love or maybe it's self-love and neuroplasticity or maybe it's the neuroscience of self-love. That's it. It's the neuroscience of self-love. And it was like, she basically talks about how like the way that you talk to yourself in this loving, positive manner, like can form new neural connections in your brain that like allows the neurons to respond to these like new situations or feelings or environmental changes. It's like actually wild. I highly recommend that book. Like don't let the fact that I took three tries to remember the name to like lead you astray. It's, it's a good book. Um, and I think I found this really helpful because, you know, throughout the day, like after coming home from Thanksgiving, I'll literally say to myself, I have perfect digestion. You know, my stomach functions exactly as nature intended it to, or my body does wellness, only wellness. And I'll say this to myself. Um, and sometimes like I'll say it out loud. Sometimes I'll just say it in my head. But essentially, it's this repetition of positive thoughts related to my body, related to the functionality of my body. And it might sound woo-woo, but my favorite line from the podcast was, woo-woo works. So people might call it woo-woo. You might even in your head think it's woo-woo. But say to yourself, woo-woo works. And I believe that this is working. 
And I've honestly experienced this firsthand. Like when I have a symptom flare up and I get in my head and I tell myself, this is so bad. Like this, this won't stop happening. I have no control. Like I, I don't see the end of this. I then 100% feel my anxiety rise. And it's like I'm digging myself deeper and deeper into this hole. And in this video, they also talked about how not to say like my reflux, but say the reflux. Or don't say my anxiety, but say the anxiety. And now I like do that. I'm like thinking like, did I say my reflux in this video? I hope not. Um, If I did change it to the reflux. But essentially by doing this, it's like not claiming the reflux or the anxiety as something that's a part of me. It's an unfortunate thing that happens but it is temporary and most importantly, it's healable. And I think imagining it that way and talking about it that way really helps me to compartmentalize health things so I don't let them take over my brain space because I it, I could definitely let that happen, right? I at times can overthink. So if I, you know, keep dwelling on something and and saying, well, I'm anxious and I have anxiety and or every time I eat, I get reflux. And it's like I'm while I'm eating, I'm almost expecting to have reflux, whether I was going to have it or not. I'm like, oh, I think I feel the tickle in my throat. It's like I'm already setting myself up to experience symptoms. And I do believe that the brain is that powerful that you can. I've heard stories from other people as well that like they can almost create physical symptoms based off of thoughts or anxious thoughts that they've had. And I also think this helps because at least I know it's helped me immensely because when health things do pop up, um, maintaining a sense of control truly does help. And no one wants to feel helpless within their own bodies. Like we don't want to feel like there are things that are happening within our own bodies and we don't have answers. It's scary to feel that way. And by taking control of our mindset, I think it's a little change that allows us to gain some of our power back, power over our health and power over our bodies and power over our lives. And I think that really goes a long way. And all you have to do is when you're like sitting on the couch, like say this shit to yourself, say, you know, my body is a wellness making machine is one of the lines from the meditation or my body uh, does wellness, only wellness, always wellness. That's another line from the meditation. I think I think it's helpful. Um, and remember, like, think as you're saying this, not, okay, like, I'm saying this, but it might not be working, or this sounds weird. Like, think, like, I know that this is working. You know, I know that my thoughts have, you know, power and... I know that I am working seamlessly one and one with my body to heal and function at 100%. I think when health things pop up, at least for me, sometimes I like blame my body and it feels like it's this separate entity. And I'm like, why is this happening? Like, why, you know, why do you have these symptoms or why are you sick? Versus like realizing like my body is just trying to alert me to something, like something is going on. And I'll literally talk to my body and be like, I know you're having, you know, the reflux, 
but I am doing everything in my power. I'm changing, you know, my diet. I'm seeing the doctors. I'm doing the tests. Like I'm doing everything in my power to try and heal you. And I'll just like try to soothe myself and soothe my body. And again, I know that sounds crazy and woo woo, but woo woo works. I'm going to use that line for a lot in the future. Um, But again, this is just my journey of having a, a weird health thing pop up seemingly randomly um maybe not so random we'll see but that's all that I have for now this is a bit of a longer episode but it's been a really long time I had a lot to share um hopefully I'll have a great update within the next couple of weeks about my health and thank you so much for listening I hope you enjoyed I hope the message resonated and have a great rest of your day